Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. We are here to recap week 18 and talk a little bit about the wildcard weekend coming up. It's an unusual day, of course. Today is Monday, not our typical Sunday night. Uh, so there are two huge differences. Number one, we're not looking at soft openers. And number two, I'm not drunk. Uh, so it should be a, different, <laughs> a little bit of a different spin on our early in the week podcast. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe and, it'll be not as bad. Well, and and a, a third difference from our normal Sunday show, Drew won money last night. That's great. Good. Great point. <laughs> great, I believe great they call point. that an underhanded, co- underhanded compliment to you. But yeah, you did have a nice night. Yes, uh, yeah. Capped off by a very nice, uh, not only a CLV win, but an actual win for the over. Anyone mm. who saw Twitter I and again I was drinking and I think I have it set up on some of this live betting I'm using to just take the whatever line it'll give me at some point oh, sure. you, have so that option click, yeah. uh, you get so annoyed by the spinning circle and I thought I had over 50 and a half which would have cashed without the last touchdown I had over 51 and a half and I'm like oh, shit. <laughs> I shouldn't be sad by myself and then of course we ended up with the, uh, yeah, the re- and the rest as they say Yes, yeah, rest assistant. And 51, all the overs came through. You know, 51 is a quasi key in today's NFL uh, because there's lots of scores that land 29, 22. There are. <laughs> it's a common landing spot. That's why NFL you should take sport. off the just um, give me any line when you're live betting totals or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. you end up with a point worse than you thought you did. At much lower juice, though. I will say I didn't pay much less for the 51 and a half than I thought I was paying. <laughs> no, no 120 for this guy. So let's, uh, do you want, do you even want to talk about the Saturday games? Uh, a little bit. I guess they involve some playoff teams. Well, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, so we, I, we can, a lot of these are going to be real quick for the, from the, uh, touching on standpoint. I, I guess I don't really understand. Like I, you know, Chiefs take care of business in un, un, in unimpressive fashion. Like they should have won easier, I guess. Uh, you look at the box score; it didn't really entirely make sense. How Drew Lock had like five completed passes, and the Broncos were like winning late into that game. That was a bizarre, uh, uh, just a bizarre general uh, breakdown. Um, did you have one? I guess one interesting point of point of order here. It didn't matter to the spread. Didn't matter to the outcome. Um, but uh, our dear departed Vic Fangio kicks a field goal uh, to turn a one-score game into a one-score game, uh, and all the analytical models supported him. I am not there. I was and... close on it, but I still disagree. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you have these models and they don't know the weather and they don't know the score of the game, what are, what are you going to expect from them? <laughs> <laughs> as our friend Dean has, has gone out. So, oh God. No, um, I think so, yeah, I, I'm not that, 100%. That was, it was weird. I think was there's weird some. In the way that yeah. um, they, the box score says they shouldn't have won, but watching the game, like watching the game from a, and contextualizing what happened in the game, like the Broncos should have won the game outright, despite, despite sure. the box score. Like once we got deeper into the game, it's like, well, They've been given some gifts, and they should probably win this game outright. And if, then you go back and look at that box score, and it's like, oh, my God, how did we even end up there? Well, if there so was not an 86-yard fumble return for a touchdown, then they'd lose. <laughs> like, yeah. that's 
pretty obvious. Um, but I guess just real, yeah, real quick though, I, I do think there are still some end of game wrinkles to iron out when it comes to the analytics stuff. Um, and I, 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 you know, final six minutes of a game, four minutes a game, two minutes a game, whatever. If you are making a decision that can potentially, you'll never see the ball again on offense. I think you have to. I think you have to be a little bit more cautious uh, as opposed to just firing on what will give you the win probability higher A or B. Um, so uh, we'll leave it at that. The uh, night game was an absolute, I forgot this happened. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was not tuned in <laughs> to this game. I was, you were tuned uh, up. I was in and out Cowboys of these. Cowboys won 51-26. Is this I was in and out. Yeah, I was. I don't. I don't think it. Fifty one twenty six had to be a scoregami. We'll check had, it out. Had Some, somebody, had somebody can check on that. But I didn't. Like spoiler alert. I didn't watch a lot of either of these games. I wasn't really into. I, I had other things to do on Saturday. I didn't care about either of these games. I didn't really have much riding on them. I just kind of checked in here and there sporadically, had it on in the background. And yeah, this game was less watchable than the first one. It was pretty rough, and it's again like the Cowboys were fine, but it was another one where my my mic's not working. I I mean I can hear your voice, but I think it's not coming through the uh, the expensive one. I think it's coming through your computer or your oh the stupid your, your camera. How about there, Roadcaster Pro? Oh, much better. Remember the, remember the thing where I had to reset all my stuff on my browser because it kept trying to default me to Bing, and nobody wants to use Bing. So I did some stuff, reset my browser, logged me out of everything, screwed up settings. Of course, boo, boo of, course. of course. Um, yeah. Okay. So somebody um, asked me in the DMs about a. Dallas most regular season points bet he had, and it was that was the winner, right? Well, yeah, they were up by like twenty on on, um, and yeah, we discussed this on a preseason pod. They were up by like twenty on the Bucks, and it was it would have been nervy if the Bucks and the Cowboys were playing at the same time because the Bucks certainly put up their share of points, and obviously uh, Dallas did end up taking this. So uh, again, it was it it was quickly what was the score it was 30 to 17 and a half the total yeah. is 45 the game, i mean the game just went off the rails right away and a couple of playoff teams one of them might even win a game this week yeah um uh yeah last it was funny because it was two seasons ago we were fighting over is mccarthy coach of the year 10 to 1 or dallas uh to win <laughs> most points better and then bet. everybody got hurt <laughs> and then everybody got hurt and then they get most points this year so tremendous tremendous uh, I don't think there were really any season-long stuff that was affected on either of these two contests. Um, but congratulations to the Eagles for going nine and eight and punching a playoff ticket in a year when nobody believed in you. They were three and five. Just, I was just gonna say, I was trying to think back, and we did a poor job of recording some of our predictions. We're gonna do a better job of this next year. But when we said the NFC playoffs, we said all right, Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and we weren't sure on the NFC West. We said, you know, somebody's going to win that, and then at least two of those teams are going to the playoffs. And I, I really do think we were probably wrong on the seventh spot. I think we said it, it would have been much more likely for a 
let's South. say a, a, a Saints team or a Falcons team or even a Panthers team if Darnold worked out to get in there or even a third NFC West team. I remember despite all this, having yes. to play. Yeah, I, I think uh, we did. So shame on us. That was our. We were mostly right on the NFC and to fair it. We were mostly right about the chalk prevailing. It's not <laughs> like we went out on a branch and said, "Hey, we think Tampa Bay and Green Bay are going to be very good." But yeah, we uh we were a little hard on the NFC East and. Good job by the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts showed a lot this year, and it's still a really tough spot for him this week. But that number's out to like nine and a half. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost starting to be in to take the Eagles territory. Yeah. So we, I, yeah, my general feeling was uh, the I thought the NFC East was only going to get one contend, you know, get one playoff team because they matched up across with the AFC West, and so they were going to yeah. you know just trade trade wins and losses there, but uh, ultimately didn't matter. Um, Eagles sneak in with the same record as the Saints. Did they beat them head to head? Is that a tiebreaker? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember that if they played. Jalen Hurts, I remember beat the Saints last year. Did he beat him head to head this year too? He must have. Um, anyway, they were the they were up was. by a lot. I remember they were up by a whole bunch, and then the Saints. I think we might have had a second half over, and the Saints scored a bunch of points in the in the second half. Oh yes. So the Eagles beat the. 40 Saints, 29 40 to 29 oh yeah and that game was way over but in the saints poured in 22 late that's right that was wow that, hmm. don't remember that <laughs> i bet so that many game games. too i had the eagles in that game i know i did the, week um, 17 their 17th game it's it's there's too many games for the human brain to remember at this point now i think 16 was true. perfect it's true it's disrupted my my all right my, yeah. on okay. on to sunday green bay detroit was <laughs> A dead rubber. It was nice to see. I think if you're holding Green Bay tickets, if you're liking that team, if you're a fan, I'm happy that they didn't shelve Rodgers and the starters for the entire game. I do believe in the rust thing. I do believe in the, you know, it's a it's a sport where you do the same thing in and out for every week. You have a routine. It's nice to do that routine and then just get pulled partway through the game and rather than being cold, especially if you have the buy, like three straight weeks off might be a bit much. We've seen it go both it ways. Is, yeah. it's, it no. never seemed to work for Tony Dungy when they would sit week week seventeen games. Like that, the poor Colts yeah. would get bit by that every time. So, not a lot to say here except Detroit, um, probably did themselves a little disservice at the end by not just maybe running the ball when they were down with like four minutes left. Like, oh no, we couldn't quite get a first down and now we will pick number one overall. But in the end, it's probably going to be, I mean, it's it's probably the two, and again, where are we? January 10th, long time till April. Right now, as it stands, it looks like edge rushers are at the top of the board. There's a couple offensive linemen that are near the top of the board. I don't think anyone's going to get crazy and tra- trade too far up for a quarterback, but I guess if it does just go edge rusher, edge rusher, maybe you take a little pressure off yourself in the in the uh, Detroit War Room. Be like, oh, we just we'll take the guy that the uh, well, Jags Detroit didn't take second. Yeah, no, that, that's right. what I'm saying. You oh, take the sorry. pressure off. You say like, okay. hey, if it's if it's Thibodeau okay. and Hutchinson, whoever you don't take will have. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, Detroit's going to be one of the most fun teams to talk about when we do any offseason stuff. I think because I, you know, there's it, it is. I mean, they could, it, this could go in so many different directions now, and I really don't know. Yeah, they, they, they are very interesting to talk about. Staying on on this season, though, in this game, uh, I think it was probably a good thing that the Packers are keeping their offense teeth sharpened 
because they're going to need points because this defense sucks. This defense sucks. I don't understand. They're getting healthier. Like they they lost all those bodies throughout the you know balance of the season, and like the you know they like held it together with sticks and twine, uh, you know, holding hands, uh, Red Rover style, and uh, and ultimately they've gotten all these bodies back, and they can't get off the field. Um, I don't know if it's a scheme problem or if it's just in general like they're lacking talent at the linebacker position or some key position. Um, I know they're 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 light on cornerback depth. I I I, I can't put my finger on it. Um, but you know, effectively, the Lions won this game because the Packers couldn't get off the field. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the Green Bay and who knows what kind of scheme and effort they put into again a game that didn't matter. Maybe they tried some things like hey, let's try some new new schemes on defense just like lightly to see what happens with this or you know it's tough to say and again a game that didn't matter for seeding or anything um I'll tell you whatever yeah, they well, were well, trying well, well, whatever they were trying it didn't you can leave leave that on the cutting room leave floor. it leave yeah, it on the leave that room on floor. yeah that was the it, game it was clearly not, went yeah clearly went over so did the Vikings game mm-hmm um chicago minnesota not a lot to say there again two coaches that did get fired today two gms that did get fired the minnesota star players showed out Mooney had a nice game that's all i have to say about this these teams are we this this is not i'm not spending time in this today it's for an off-season pod we can talk about the three rebuilds in chicago minnesota and detroit when we hit the off-season here indianapolis was a weird way to put emphasis on those syllables, but they did lose to Jacksonville. And we've been kind of saying this, like <laughs> waiting for the sh- other shoe to drop. Like people giving us a hard time about being hard on Wentz or this offense. And we said like, I have Colts tickets. I want them to be good. I'm just terribly afraid we're going to have a game like we saw. And it finally, in the worst possible time, two weeks in a row, yeah, so there were some people who we know who are connected to some organizations, and they I had heard some rumblings about the Colts, how seriously they had taken the the Raiders game. Like they were like, we are we we are you know we're leaving it all out on the field. We're winning this game. We're locking up our playoff position, and that didn't happen. And then you turn around and it's like, you hear that and you're like, oh shit, man, I wonder if they're potentially in trouble at all here against the Jaguars. Jaguars aren't playing for anything. They can, uh, you know, they were actually trying to play their way out of the one pick, which is also hysterical. Um, But uh, Trevor Lawrence finally has a day. Uh, The Colts defense couldn't really get a key stop uh even you know and and Wentz put them in just horrendous positions a bunch of times in that game. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bad day to have a bad day if you're the Colts. And um, now you are utterly effed in terms of utilizing the strengths of your roster because you still have no answer at quarterback. And you have you traded away assets to get this guy. Yeah, Oops. um we, we already talked about the Eagles. And again, this is not for today. This is off-season talk, but Eagles won that trade. goes goes without saying we'll get we'll get monday that would be a good that would be a good one for as soon as we get done with the super bowl or maybe even the bye week we talk about all the all the moves and like who who really 
did something not only because it's a two-part process you have to make the move for the players the draft pick the trade and then you have to take them and develop them and incorporate them into your system and make it a success and some teams do that and some teams absolutely did not tennessee well beat the pants I, off of houston I, I just for the first to say half, about but, about the you know front offices i mean the eagles they ate the they ate the Dolphins lunch too <laughs> on the yeah. way that they and they might have they might have maneuvered the Niners into drafting Trey Lance from all you know you we heard those stories mm-hmm. uh that and I don't know the veracity of any of that shit but they seemed like the you know the Eagles may have had one of the quietly most devastating off seasons for a front office like like just you know getting the best from all of these teams like one of those where you just people you know people are afraid to pick up the phone and talk to you anymore because you're people, getting and people yeah yeah people yeah. always you know the chosen one was supposed to be over in the other part of town running the 76ers Oops, trust, yeah. the, trust well, the process yeah. how it's howie time baby tennessee beat the pants off of houston for the first half but you yep. do need to be up by more than three scores when you're facing Davis Mills on the other side of that ball and Houston, Houston put a little fear in him. Tennessee did have something to play for when it came to it. This was the ultimate in, Hey Andy, remember when you were going to, and I just completely spaced doing this. I should go back and see how it would have done. I'm not liking the look of it so far, but it was like, remember I said, bet the first quarter and then yeah. take the dog. I think yeah. it probably just, it probably just lost juice. Cause I think I would have lost all the first quarters. And then the no. dogs covered. Tennessee did not score in the first quarter, Drew. Oh, it was 0 0. 21 nothing in the second quarter. Maybe the first halves I should have been on, but yeah, Houston, Houston covers every number and the over hits. I think the only under I've seen so far was the indie game. We'll get to the Giants, though. Um, yeah, I mean, Houston. Fun team. I don't know what they're going to do at coaching again. Probably an off-season discussion. But Cully, for now, is safe. They're going to do some discussing with him in the next few days. Wouldn't surprise me if they win either way. They got to make some decisions with Watson. They got to make some decisions with Mills. They got to make some decisions at coaching, GM, and uh, we'll see where this well, franchise no, they, heads. They, they got their guy. They got their oh, guy God. that they were trying to get from you know from uh, New England all those years, Cesario. Right? I mean, he's he's, he's a putt. You no, know, no, you're, you're the, 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 what's the guy, Jack Easterbay or whatever? Easterbay, they're that all guy, putzes. That no, guy I don't is, like Casario either. You don't like Casario? Okay. I, I don't no like anything going on. I have no strong opinion. No, Easter, Easterbay is a, Easterbay is absolutely <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think that, I mean, ultimately, like anyone with that amount of power and that, and that disposition in your organization, you're screwed. Uh, they also have one of the oldest rosters. They don't have a ton of draft capital, although they finally have a first round pick. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe hopefully for your sake, Bill O'Brien gets hired somewhere and you can send some of his guys to him for draft capital. Who knows? Sure, um, sure. but the, um, yeah, this is a, gets the, the one the, seed though. They hold on of all Probably. of the, there are teams that have fired everyone today on black Monday and yeah. are in better shape to contend more recent, more, you know, more will be contending more quickly than these Texans will. Yeah. And I do say, like, maybe, you know, as we talked about Green Bay, getting a nice tune-up on the offense, maybe a nice a nice little gift from Houston to push them at the end, make them fight and play and win a game late. Davis like Mills. It, it doesn't right? doesn't hurt. That doesn't yeah. hurt your preparation. So it doesn't at all. Off, and uh, off next week. There were two, yeah, there were two two takeaways about this game that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh number one, David Davis Mills was live. 
David, excuse me, David Mills. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Davis. Are we sure about this? Uh, Davis Mills has a live arm. We've seen it now. He hasn't played great on the road, but that's like a lot of young quarterbacks. So, uh, and uh, you know, he he was slinging it in the second half and looked pretty darn good. Um, he may end up being among the better quarterbacks out of this class, which is crazy to say it out loud. Um, what and the, uh, where did he go to school, Drew? I believe he was a Stanford tree, right? Yeah, you need like a 32 in your ACTs to get there. Like he's got the brains. Um, I don't Stanford, know. It's, it's, Stanford. He's like he's like West I Coast. Can tell you, I can tell you sincerely, Stanford makes many a concession for athletes. <laughs> there are. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Um, I'm not going to name names, but uh, yeah, uh, if if uh, uh, the other thing to say about this one, and you're absolutely right, Tennessee needed to play to win and that gate, you know, and uh, Tannehill also that guy can sling it. Um, yeah. really impressive drives uh, there to end that one for the Titans and get them into the one seed. Cause for a second there, you're watching that. Like really the Titans really, they're really going to play their way out of a, out of a buy in a home and home field. Like, wow, this is pathetic, but Tannehill flipped the switch. They get the win and we can move on to Washington giants. Did you watch any of this game? <laughs> no, but it was like six, nothing at half. Like, Really, the Giants probably deserved to be shut out. This under was never in doubt, even at 36 and a half. Ugly game, ugly, ugly, ugly season for the Giants. Again, we will dissect them in the offseason. I'm not spending any more minutes on them. They got rid Both of, of these teams. They hit got their rid of their unders in the winter yeah. markets. Uh, Judge remains. Um, our GM is retiring. <laughs> For the Giants, which means he's let go. And we'll move on to the most exciting overtime. He made a mess, man. Gettleman made a mess. He did. Not a Bill Bill, not a Bill O'Brien level mess. Not not a not a super fun site. Not a not a not a nuclear uh, cleanup uh, needs to come through here. But uh, yeah, if, if Bill O'Brien was Chernobyl, like this is at least <laughs> three mile island. Fair. If Fair. not Fukushima. Fair. Pittsburgh, Baltimore went to overtime. It was the the uh, overtime game we were promised early. This almost <laughs> went to a tie. I, I have cheered for ties before, and I know many, many, many of you are in the business of suddenly cheering for ties after yesterday's fun. But I have never, ever, ever cheered for a tie more than in the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. To see two teams eliminated by futility <laughs> in a 10-minute in a 10 minute overtime period would have just topped it for me. The fact that Pittsburgh won was funny because this team was kind of just, you know, it was always, they were always right there. And every week we'd say, yeah, Pittsburgh's in the, in the picture too. But I mean, do we really think Pittsburgh can get in and enough things shake out right. And big Ben is not done playing. They get the chiefs. We'll get to that game. Once we rip through these, anything else on that one? I mean, Baltimore is just snake bit my injuries. I guess Rough season for them. We have to give, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, and Tom, Tomlin's still a good coach. He's good prepare. He's a good preparator. That's not he's, a word. He's um, he's he's also he's got some, he's got more of the good qualities that Pete Carroll is riding on. The last bit of his ability at this point is. Just the raw raw mentality, getting the guys up, getting them to play for you, like you know, getting the most out of his guys. Like the defense yesterday was flying around the field; they were playing hard. They did it against Cleveland too. Like they they uh, absolutely they don't know they're not good. 
um they don't know that they don't have a chance <laughs> like they played hard um the 15 play drive that got the field goal for the uh for the Steelers had a fourth down conversion uh fourth and eight at the Baltimore 41 Roethlisberger hit McLeod for 10 yards um it had a huge third down conversion third and nine at Pittsburgh 46 Roethlisberger hit Deontay Johnson for 11 yards third and seven at the 31 um uh, Pat Furrier moved for 14 yards. So I guess I just want to give Ben a hair of credit here. He needed I like to... how he, keep, he keeps throwing deep balls. He At the end of the game, yeah. he made some plays. He made some plays. I'll give him credit. He he was never – it's not ever like, hey, Big Ben is a bad player. It's He's a good, maybe great player who is in the twilight of his career and his arm strength isn't there. His delivery is a little off sometimes. Like he can still make plays. He's great. He's always been great in the pocket because defenders have bounced off him. And he still, even with his limited mobility is he's has a good pocket presence. And yeah, I will also want to say that the, the Matt Canada offense has been an, 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 an atrocity. An <laughs> an, it has been a war crime uh, in general. And, uh, but there have been flashes when the Steelers have needed to just kind of YOLO and Ben is YOLO'd. <laughs> and this was one of those, uh, yeah. you know, like all of a sudden, if this team is not, uh, you know, wasting down early downs on running into a, you know, into a stacked box, like they kind of have life because they have wide receivers who are good. And Ben um, at least can read a defense. You know, he's got that experience element to his game still, even if his arm's not what it was. Um, so let's keep moving. Congratulations, Pittsburgh, for making the playoffs. Cleveland, since he, since, <laughs> since he, yeah, since he with just really got what they wanted here. I mean, Cleveland is the loser in this game by winning. They moved up in the draft the other, the wrong way. Since he was seeding, probably made out like better than they, they could have by losing this game. And they were always willing to do that. They rested everybody. I mean, some starters played some, but not a game I watched. So that's hey, all I uh, Did Jamar that. Chase break the rookie receiving record? I, I couldn't even tell you. Didn't watch it. Mm. I don't it think he did. Count. Doesn't count. Not enough games. Oh, you, you mean know because it, was the, it took an 18th game from him? Yeah. Not fair. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of games this season now where he just really didn't show up on the on the. Uh, I on don't the box score. <laughs> I know, Our guy, Mac Jones, Jones threw a pick six early. Miami looked good, and uh, Miami looked real good for the first half. They looked good for most of the game, especially on defense. I think a lot of it was just New England not not putting a lot on film or just not playing all that hard. I don't know. You could have still won the division. I mean, the Jets were within striking distance. If you're scoreboard watching, the Bills were up by like six at uh, for a big chunk of the game, up by three for parts of it. And, yeah, the, the effort from New England was less than impressive. Yeah, it was 13-10 in the fourth quarter of that Bills Yeah, game. that's this is yeah. It was a little surprised at the early effort or just the early execution lack thereof. They came back but made a game of it, but never really in doubt. Miami gets this done and fires their coach, which again subject for another day. But it sounds like I, I, the people who just freak out and sound off instantly on Twitter often end up looking stupid. So I try not to. But it, I mean, it, it, I don't think it had anything to do now that we're hearing stuff out of Miami about. 
his performance. A lot of it was just, I think, a really big philosophical difference in the way this team is heading. He wasn't getting along with Tua or he wasn't getting along with management or there's a bunch of different stories. I think we'll probably get the the official story out of camp here and run with it, but it doesn't sound like they were just disappointed by the finishes. No. So we'll, no. we'll see. This in, was, in, was, not, a, this was not a performance fire that I could tell no. you. The Jets stink, but kept it close with Buffalo. Like you said, for a lot of the game, Buffalo scored twice late to win the division. Second year in a row. Good job for them. They will uh, get a third shot at the Patriots here. We'll talk about the game in a few minutes. And yeah, the, what can you say about the Jets? Like, Nice job keeping it close for a while. You, you did end up not covering somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everybody, right. everybody took the, the Jets and the Jags, and I used to get one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, the weather was a huge factor there. Uh, ultimately, it was a shitty day. Um, Tampa, right. Carolina. Uh, yeah. The uh, shellacking. Well, that's the thing. Final score shellacking. But as someone who laid the points, the yeah, <laughs> there was, was a lot of moments in this game where I was like, you know, guy with the stick beam, do something. Like, come on, Bucks, do something. There was a lot of that in this game. Uh, ultimately, they take a lead into halftime uh, based on some clutch play by Brady uh, at the end of the first half. Um, 82 yard, sorry, 92 yard touchdown drive uh, in the final minute 33 of the first half got them a 10 7 lead to halftime. Uh, and they come out of half and they score a touchdown again. Um, basically, the fact that the offense could look good um you know considering the players that were absent i think is pretty important pretty meaningful uh brady did not do enough to move himself ahead of rogers in the mvp race uh so bummer that those 18 to 1-ish tickets from the summer are not live but it is what it is the panthers are a disaster um the how did the final scoring go down here? Because I kind of tuned out when it was like 34 17 ish. Um, 31 17. I stopped watching here, and there were like eight more drives. Jesus Christ. Uh, there was an interception. Really Sam Donald got intercepted deep. Uh, there was a missed field goals touch. Okay. All right. Well, um, 33 yard. Yeah. This the final score. I, I didn't really catch. A lot of the end of this game because uh, there was other obviously better games going on so yeah this more. was yeah this was a game that happened while a lot of other important stuff was happening mainly the nfc west was up for grab i'm going to talk about these any, three any important injuries up. to the uh, bucks by the way i have not caught up on my injury stuff at all it's been a nightmare okay. i right, stayed sorry. up way too late i couldn't sleep after last night's game i was up <laughs> till a million o'clock i'm going to talk about these last three kind of as a whole to start with Okay. Because they all, you know, the, the, the last three games, and obviously, oh, weird, they did this on purpose, obviously. This is how they schedule these games. But the Niners and the Saints vying for the same spot. The Cardinals and the Rams vying for the title of that division. Atlanta not playing for anything but pride. Same thing with Seattle. But ended up, you know, making competitive games, and actually Seattle won theirs. So a good chunk of the early afternoon, it's like, oh, the Saints are in. Like the Saints were up twenty four six at half, and the uh, Niners were losing badly. I think my main takeaway from all of this is like, 
I, I don't know what Arizona's deal was. I want to dig deeper into that game. I think that's the game I watched the least of. I want to figure out what happened on defense. And again, we've established that we really, really believe in Seattle when they're dead in the water because they are such tryhards. And maybe yes. that's just a big part of this. And Arizona was assuming that the Rams were probably going to take care of business on their own and get the title, especially if they did score more watch early on. But my main takeaway here was what was that in the second half from the Rams? Jimmy G was having trouble gripping the ball. Mm-hmm. He looked like there was a chance. I thought maybe they'd take him out because he looked, you know, just because of the hand injury and he was ineffective. They weren't doing anything. And the Rams just turned on a dime into a, a team that was giving up weird plays. And then their offense kind of stuttered. And we had some, you know, some bad results from the offense, just drives were ending in near disaster. And then the overtime <laughs> didn't go well either. I I don't know, like, what happened to the Rams in the second half? And they still won the West. I mean, the interception, basically the the – um. At 17-0, I I think they basically felt like job done. Yeah. They basically, they were patting themselves on the back. We we did it. Congratulations. Uh, Mission accomplished. 38 seconds left in the uh, half. San Francisco pops the, uh, you know, breaks their maiden, gets a field goal. So 13, the 17 3, they get the ball first in the second half. They come out and they played a lot more of the style of football that I was expecting in the first half, which was we're going to be physical, we're going to push you around. And, you know, sort of the standard Kyle Shanahan take it to Sean McVay type of approach. And they get the touchdown to make it 17 10. And the Rams responded with no urgency. Um, Sonny Michelle run, Sonny Michelle run, Stafford incomplete pass. Punt the football back to the uh, to the Niners. Niners now go on an 11-play, 74-yard drive, punch it in on first and 10 with a 24-yard pass from Debo Samuel to somebody named Jawan Jennings. Juwan. <laughs> Juwan. I really Jennings. wish Juwan had one more consonant in there. It's just too many <laughs> balls in a row for me, and it breaks my brain. Juwan Jennings has been yeah. – he's had some nice games here and there, and he had a really nice game. He had a couple nice um, – I think in overtime, that was him along the sideline for one of the the early catches that got them you know, down there. It's like, shit, the Niners are going to win this game. So then, and then that, my yeah. biggest – and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward so sure. far. Like, did it feel like the Rams just didn't give a shit at that point because they saw the score? That felt like uh, this pass is either going to win the game or lose the game pass by Stafford at the end. Like, that was Uh, total 50-50, if that, YOLO ball. Like, somebody catch this and end this game for me. Yeah, but it was uh, yeah. At that point, the the momentum swings. I mean, the the first interception by Stafford were was kind of an arm punt, really. Um, Niners do nothing with it uh the the la offense was remained in stuck in mud um until they get the interception uh from jimmy g um as the niners were driving to go with the go-ahead score they turn around 92 yard drive uh with a touchdown cooper cup pass from matt stafford uh and then yeah the final drive by the uh niners uh minute one minute 
it took them. 101. They went five plays, 88 yards, game-tying touchdown. Um, again, another Juwan Jennings, uh, <laughs> another Juwan Jennings touchdown. But uh, really, the the individual efforts from Samuel and Jennings were noteworthy. Uh, Garoppolo does have the intestinal fortitude and the experience. Um, you know, to to hang in those moments. I think that we know that. Two-time Super Bowl um, winner. He's got two rings. That's right, and almost a third. If he had just, uh, if they had, if they had just covered that one weird wheel route, um, the uh, the field goal in overtime, they should have punched that in for a touchdown. I was dying for them to just end it with the touchdown, yeah. <laughs> not not fiddle fuck around. But the way they were fuck. moving, it's like um, Jesus, this is gonna. Yeah, yeah. And then and then suddenly the. The tie bug got me again. Like, oh, are we gonna have, what? What does a tie do? Because it doesn't matter. Like when, when teams are, when, it, when you get to like four minutes left in overtime and it's tied, yeah. Or a team is driving for possibly a field goal to tie it on the second yeah. drive, you don't give a shit when it's week four. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh god, what happens if they tie? Because there's so many play. Both teams had playoff implications as far as getting in or not, or winning the division or not, and. It's a pain in the ass. We shouldn't have ties because it makes me have to look stuff up and figure out tiebreakers. The pick was good. Uh, passed by Stafford was a joke. Stafford in general remains yeah. very, very far from peak. Um, and, the, uh, you know, it's uh, the, we get the – actually, we got the secret pod play team total home and that final Niners touchdown drive, by the way. Uh, they were at stuck at 17 for so long in the second half of that game. That was painful. Um, yeah, 27-24, Niners win. That was a, it. Was a great game. It was a you know Niners punching their ticket was delightful. Makes the playoff field more fun. They are tough out now. We get old school classic 90s matchup with the Cowboys Niners. This is going to be. I'm kind of jacked about that. Like that brought me back to like when I first started to love this game was the early 90s when it was just who's going to win the NFC title game and who are they going to beat up in the Super Bowl? Like, hey, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, Bills. Real quick. Um, do Did the Niners deserve to win the game? Uh, you want to guess who had more yards gained from scrimmage? I have not looked at box scores yet, so this is... I mean, it seems like it's a Rams thing, the way you asked it. The Niners had 449 yards from scrimmage. Rams 265. Boy, that's how much I watched <laughs> that first half. Yeah. Was wow. there a turnover? Like, I didn't catch the first half. Two to two. Days. Two to two turnovers. Okay. Each team threw two interceptions. Um, penalties, pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. Red zones. The Niners went two of four in the red zone. Rams three of four. Um, sacks was pretty even. More sacks for the Niners than the Rams. I mean, the you know, the Niners should have won more comfortably <laughs> than they did. <laughs> it should not have come to this, <laughs> but no. it did. Um, Debo Samuel, again, with another nice rushing touchdown. Uh, you had a kind of a triple threat in the passing game here between Ayuk, Samuel, and Jennings. They didn't even really need Kittle. Kittle caught five passes, only 10 yards through the air. He was sort of the secret sauce in, in a lot of the times the Niners have had success, and they didn't really get much out of them in this game seven targets five catches 10 yards this is a weird 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 stat line for Kittle um but Ayuk was great Samuel was great Jennings as mentioned was key 
Um, and the Rams have a problem covering uh, dynamic wide receivers, apparently. I'm not sure if you already knew that. <laughs> but, Watch out. Yeah. Watch out come um, yeah. Fragile team. Fragile team. There's too yeah. many friends. There's Stars almost too there's how many too many teams I want to fade in the NFC playoffs. Yeah. So Which final, Dan, final yeah, thoughts go ahead and on uh, Dan put up Sunday night's game. Oh yeah. Instant classic. I feel like we talked enough. Um it was this year's Baltimore Cleveland. It was this year's like, Baltimore Cleveland. Like, yeah. like we're just like, I don't know how this is gonna end, but it's like especially when it when it the fact that a team was up by twelve and it still went to overtime. Like yeah. the things that have to go right at that point. Cause then I'm like, oh man, because I, I wanted people to at least at least get a taste of maybe my tie ticket wins. And I said this to Felika this morning. Um I Who I seen have a bunch of Bama, by the way. He likes Georgia alt lines. He was like, okay. if Georgia wins, they're gonna run away with it. Okay. Okay. And uh but I said I seen some people that fucked up their tickets, didn't know what they were doing, and bet the three way um regulation line with Jags. So they got a much worse price. Oh, but, but they, they got won. The, they won. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it went to overtime. Yeah. yeah they, 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 the, the ambiguity of how some of these books posited how what a tie is or what you're betting on was enough that people accidentally bet the Jags money line with the three way <laughs> and just to get or in our, our friend uh was it brisket? Yeah, yeah. He bet that he bet just Jags and the game goes to overtime and yeah. whatever it got awful, whatever. And he, he bet a lot on it. So congrats to him. It was a nice win for him. And uh, yeah, instant classic crazy game. I feel bad. <clears throat> this is a Ravel quote. I feel bad for the people watching the NFL, but this is tremendous content. Tremendous content. Because we, yeah. we shouldn't have to sit and watch Big Ben in the playoffs. We no, shouldn't have a we shouldn't have a playoff. We shouldn't see Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yes, absolutely. But some, yeah, but um, it was a fun game. And kudos, kudos to the Raiders. And again, I said this: I do not believe Bacaccia Focaccia is a good coach, but I really think the organization nailed it by promoting him and not an offensive or defensive coordinator. Let those guys take care of business, put together game plans, and they played well in some games. That they need, you know, they got the they got the 50-50 games they needed to get to ten wins and get it done here. So, the good good for the city of Vegas and good for those fans. They get a playoff game now. Andy, not in, um, not in town, but they how could. many? Uh, Andy, uh, how many wins did the uh, Las Vegas Raiders have this year? Ten. How many of those were in overtime? Four. Unfucking believable. <laughs> Four overtime wins out of ten. Just Unbelievable. Go the other way. Unbelievable. Amazing. Oh, I looked Amazing. last night. I was kind of mad about that. <laughs> Amazing. Focaccia uh, is a good bread. I still stand by Focaccia being a good bread. It's a good bread, but it's not top five. Sorry. It's not Chala. Um, okay. Uh, there were let's, a let's, lot of let's plays. Look at, let's quick, look at this quick, next week. Okay, go ahead. Just closing the book on Herbert, finally. Uh, he w had some plays in that. He, again, defies all logic. Like yeah. his decision making on first and second downs was like, what are you doing, man? And then third down, it would be like, oh, that was dangerous. Almost made almost worked out. Well, here comes fourth down Im impossible. And he fucking, you know, just fires it on the on the money. Like he has a very weird <laughs> like internal. Uh, what, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like his, his clutch meter, it goes up. Yes, it goes up. And he oh, plays it's fourth better. Down? And he, it's fourth down. I should play like, really oh, well now. Oh, OK. 
fourth and impossible well, i can do this no problem um and yeah the i lost i lost count of the clutch fourth down conversions that he pulled off uh in you know in the closing moments of that contest um Sis only to only to miss yes and and honestly like they didn't deserve to win they should not have won but damn they almost did they should have scored a touchdown on that drive instead of a field goal their play was there mike williams doesn't get his body turned around tries to one hand catch that uh that ball that was you know going right for the corner of the end zone uh that would have been the game-winning touchdown and they blew it and so they it settled is, for the it field is goal sisyphean sisyphean is a word yes it felt like it felt like like they got one more fourth down. It just was never enough. Like how many of these impossible tasks are you yeah. going to be asked to complete and still not come away with the win? And yeah, all those crazy fourth downs were nuts. I think that's what made it such a good game. Was like, yeah. how did the how did the Chargers keep doing this to even make this a game? You want to um, two thing two more two more things. How many fourth downs? You know what was the fourth down conversion rate for the uh, Chargers yesterday? Four out of five. Six out of seven. Six out <laughs> they seven converted six fourth downs. Uh, the one that they didn't convert is the one that the anti-analytics nuts glommed on to. Like, why oh, are you yeah. going for it in your own 20? You can't do that. Uh, and did it matter? It was no. just a bad play call. It was a bad play call. And honestly, like, you made six out of seven fourth downs and you still didn't win. There's obviously other problems. <laughs> they, yeah. Like, your defense the can't refs. stop Josh Jacobs and the refs wanted the Raiders to win for whatever reason. Um, but uh, did Brandon Staley coach his way out of the playoffs with some of the decisions that he made? Mm, yes I think no? there are just big, bigger issues with no. I think bigger okay. issues with the team. The, the injuries along the defense were noticeably important at big parts of the season. Um, you saw what their, you know, their run. I thought their run defense looked better than it had yesterday for at times. So, I think you 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 tighten up a few things on that defense. You get Herbert a little more, a little more experience. This is a dangerous team next year. Who do you who do you bring in to run the offense? Because I think you move on from Lombardi. You have to, yeah. right? So what stinks is you probably can't, you know. Th- and here, think about all the coaches that have been fired. So a lot of times you bring in like a former head coach, because it's hard to get a, it's hard to get an offensive coordinator and just take a lateral move, especially all those young coaches. Yeah. So like all the coaches that have been fired are off are defensive, except like, do you can, Could you get Joe Brady? Nagy. Could you get Brady? Nagy? Ooh, Joe Brady is a Joe Brady. So fun the call. only, Ooh, that's the fun. only two names. Yeah. Nagy, Nagy or Joe Brady. And I, as much as I hate Nagy, I think he is one of those that falls right in that spot where it's like Dan Quinn. Hey, you are a horseshit head coach, but I think you're an okay, probably good, maybe great at times coordinator. I think Nagy just tasked with an offense and not stymied by Ryan Pace could do okay. I hate that I'm saying this. Brady would be fun too. How about Bill Lazor? Lazor probably got fired too, right? From the Bears? He seemed like a guy that always had his shit together. Uh, didn't he get fired in the middle of the season or something weird? Laser? No, no, they or, like or no, no. They Nagy was like, ga- like gave him, I thought Nagy gave him play calling duties, and then it turned out great. He, he kept giving them back and forth. Okay, well, all right. There's yeah, a guy out there. there. There's a there's a fit out there for. And I'll, honestly, Herbert might just be a weird dude that's never going to run the offense cleanly on first and second downs in neutral game situations. <laughs> like it might just be in his DNA. All right, let's move on. Turn the page 
on the NFL regular season, look at some playoff matchups. Uh, and Dan, by all means, please throw up our schedule graphic. Beautifully done here. Um, first thing days. I got for you, Andy. First huge, huge question for you. The fuck is this schedule? It sucks. It stinks. <laughs> I hate it. What is this? What why is the would schedule? The, why would the Patriots Bills not be on Sunday night? First off, that's, that's a great your question. Game. Like great question. And if, and if not, the Raiders second Bengals choice should be Saturday night. The, the second choice for your Sunday night game would be Niners, Niners Cowboys. Cowboys. Yes. Despite the fact that they're neither of them are, you know, uh, even second or third favorite. Uh, third favorite, maybe for the Cowboys. Close to the Rams, I suppose. Like they're not your favorites to win the NFC, but that's such an awesome fan base for both teams and such a historic rivalry. Those are your teams. Like I get where the Eagles bucks can be an early game. I get that the NFC West game, you want that as a late game, no matter what, but yeah, the the scheduling is goofy. I don't know if I care for the three days of football either. Um, this is, it, I guess it's fine that the Patriots Bills is a night game at least. It should have been on Sunday though. The only, yeah, the only two that make sense in the spots that they're at are the Eagles and the Cardinals games. But yeah, Raiders and Bengals starting off Saturday. If you're listening to this in podcast form, four thirty, and no. Patriots and Bills are the night game. Noon yeah. Sunday is Bucks Eagles, followed by Niners Cowboys at four twenty five Eastern. Steelers Chiefs at night, and then Cardinals Rams on Monday. And Ah the Hef asks the real question here: Who has the Nickelodeon game? It is the Cowboys Niners. That is also be also what? be on Nickelodeon. Oh my! You don't God. remember the Nickelodeon game? No, I do. But why is that the one? <laughs> I don't know why they do anything. Cause Dak, Dak is probably they want, they, Jimmy they're Garoppolo just they're, they're, they're so the refs the are going to call that one to make sure Dak gets the MVP. Is that right? Uh, whoever, uh, I just want to see Dak get slimed. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a yeah. That seems like a good fit. Um, all right. The schedule's awful. <laughs> they 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 might as well have randomized what sky what game got what slot. I think they I, did. I, I, I don't I don't like it. Um and let's start let's go down these uh these openers real quick because there's and there's there's already been uh already been a little action. Already been yeah. a little betting activity here. So we're a little late to the pie here. A little late I'm to fine. the party, a little late to the party. Um the Bengals. Joe Burrow issue with his knee scare you at all? Six points for first, you know, for a playoff debutante scare you at all? Raiders tending to play these teams, you know, tending to play everyone relatively close. I like this six and a half is not was not what I was expecting. I was expecting like three and a half ish on the open. No, and it's a tough, yeah, as Patrick mentions. Marathon Sunday game followed by a, tra- a cross-country travel spot, getting one fewer day's rest. The Bengals rested uh, versus – and then you have the – you know, the Raiders secondary can probably get exposed, just all get up with these fun young receivers and Joe Burrow slinging it. But at the same time, he might not be as mobile as you would like him to be, and the offensive line still is not good versus and, a pass rush that yeah. is really coming to its own. So this game yeah. is basically going to come down to is the pass rush good enough for the Raiders to make up for a bad secondary at times versus these. So <clears throat> I don't – I and again, it's a he might win coach of the year, but he's still a bad coach in my mind. 
versus an interim coach, which what are you going to do with that? That hasn't happened since the sixties yeah. where a team replaced a coach and they made the playoffs. I, I have not found a game. I am less likely to bet than this one. What? And if I, if Ooh. I did bet it, I would take Ooh, the Raiders. No, no, no. See, there are I'd ones that Raiders. I think are way more pass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. This is Raiders or pass under or pass. Um, too many I points thought I like I thought I liked the over at first. Then I looked at how how it's going to match up on the other side of the ball. I think this total is actually. This I think this total is actually probably pretty good. I think you see kind of a a sloppy one. Yeah, ten, yeah, Carr debuting as well. Yeah, two playoff debutants against two real question marks and head coaches. Like I, the, the obvious side is the Raiders, but with just the uncertainty of the head coaches and the debutant quarterbacks and everything else, that's why I don't want to bet it, Drew. I'm Carr. Sorry. Derek Carr just won a playoff game, man. Yeah, that's true. He played is. his way. He just played his way in. Um, he looks weird now too with the long he hair. He looks like he looks like a bad guy from an '80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> Remember on Always Sunny when Mac did like the eye yes. stuff? And he was like the cat oh, yes. guy. He looks like the cat guy. The uh, the nightman. The nightman. <laughs> Fighter yes. of the day man. Fighter of the day man. It's not good. So yeah, I, I I'm <laughs> with you. But I think there's just too much effed up stuff going for me to get too involved in this game when there's college basketball. So this has been bet up from 48 and a half to 49 and a half. Don't agree. This is somebody took the six and a halfs, which is fine. This probably is hovers around six. This will be one of the more lightly bet games of the weekend, just based on the fact that it's first. Um, and I, yeah, I was prepared to get involved with the Joe Burrow at some point in the playoffs because I was like, this guy's got the intestinal fortitude. He's not going to be, he's not going to choke in the big moment. I don't really feel great about him with the knee knee issue, potentially uh, mobility, an issue, potentially offensive line up against a violent pass rush. Um, and honestly, a little disappointed that we're not seeing Cincinnati matched up against New England. Like I kind of, I really had an appetite to bet New England in that spot, and I don't really love the Raiders. Like missions accomplished for them getting to the playoffs, they might no show. Um, but under, I think, is the right play here. See, and here's now. the thing too. I think if you if you do bet this, I think you're taking some Raiders straight up as well. Yeah, and boy, wouldn't that be an interesting? That would presumably if the Raiders win straight up, that gives you Chiefs bills. And, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily. Those teams have to win, too. They have to win. They get, Chiefs bills play 2-3 regardless. So If, if this happens and they win outright, there's always the opportunity for the, Las, the New England Patriots heading to Las Vegas on championship weekend. They could host that game or the Steelers. If we're going to be real saying stupid shit, we don't mean Um, second, (laughs) but yeah, I think we're in agreement. The Raiders are the side here. I think the totals where it should be. I think there's going to be some sloppiness to this game and you have some plus field position. Um, Especially with the first time quarterbacks, there's gotta be some nerves, even though like Burroughs played in big games. There's it's still the NFL playoffs. Um, And we'll see, we'll see what happens with his knee. If he's not, if he's not mobile, Crosby's going to crush his face and it's going to be a bad day. Crosby's playing out of his mind. He was a monster yesterday. Monster. Uh, Yeah. How many times, how many times did we have to hear the name of the poor Offensive lineman, like Storm Norton. Storm Norton 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 has never gotten so much. Change your name, buddy. Change your name. (laughs) Change your name, buddy. 
It's a terrible name anyway. Um, all right. Storm, Storm Norton. Uh, the night Norton. game. Storm Norton. Saturday <laughs> night game is. Uh, good one. It. Bills, Bills, Pats. Yeah. It's going to be frigid. Ball's going to be hard as a rock. Uh, not as much wind this time around for a night game in Buffalo between these two teams. So um, my general read on the price is four and a half for the Bills in this spot. Uh, feels like a little bit of disrespect to the Pats, but not enough to really run to the window and grab Pats and the points here. Uh, 43 and a half to me, or 43 currently at Online. That's counting on the weather. Yeah. Because that's low. And I, I, this is the one where, yes, I do like the over here. And I think if, if we can get anything out of this coaching staff, it's that they learned from the first matchup, the wind game, and they should watch the second half of that wind game where it's like, oh, the wind doesn't matter when you have 10 and a half inch hands and a goddamn howitzer for an arm. Like he was throwing through that wind just fine. Like yes. I hope we have wind and this total drops down to like 40. Because I will still, I'm, I'm going to wait on this. I don't think this total oh, takes up. No oh, no rush. We are going to wait. And if this goes like 42, I will have some over in my pocket. I do, I do believe in the preparation of Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and everyone else on that staff to get the Patriots looking a little better than they did in the first half last week. But I think the Bills do uh, do get to like 24, 28 here. And I think this is a lot higher scoring game than the than the goddamn total suggests. So I'm uh, I'm excited for this one. Right now, seeing zero percent probability of precipitation. Um, snover. We need a snover. Eleven mile an hour winds ish. Thirteen degrees. Um, yeah, not bad. Not a bad weather game, really. Just cold. Uh, I'm excited to see what Mac Jones can do in a playoff environment too, even yeah. though he's a debutante. And there'll be some mistakes. There'll be some short fields, both quarterbacks. I could see. I suppose we shouldn't. We shouldn't get. We shouldn't get too deep in these, or we won't have a Wednesday show. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll just do, yeah. We'll just, let's cruising. do quick. We'll do quick reactions. I agree with you. Billy, I agree with your take, though. No, no current action on either of those two games. Nothing. No can, reason to run to the window. You can wait. Pump the yeah. brakes. Philly Tampa is pump. the start of your Sunday noon Central kicking off in beautiful. Tampa Bay, Florida, Philly has been a nice surprise this year. This is a real tough test. FanDuel opened this at seven, and that quickly that. was not that was not a <laughs> that was not a number that people were respecting. It's up to nine and a half some places, eight and a half, kind of the market consensus I'm seeing with my screen right now. And at that number, I'm I'm fine passing on this, and I'm kind of wondering what your take is on this total. I thought we would see a fifty-one. Titch low. Yep. It is it's a, a titch low. low. It's a titch low. Um, the it's low where I'm like, I got to go bet this, but I think it's a titch low. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I didn't get the opener at seven. Anyone that got a seven, congratulations. You yeah. made a great bet. Um, no way this comes back to seven unless there's some sort of weird injury surprise. Tom Brady goes on the COVID list type of thing, um, which is always possible. We are not through the COVID just yet. If you haven't been paying attention to the worldwide news, um, the bet online, for instance, opened eight and a half. It got bet up to 10 
And then somebody came in hard on Philly and grabbed the tens, grabbed the nine and a half, grabbed the nines. Uh, and it's down back down to eight and a half there. Um, would be interested to hear who loves Philly and what the case is for getting involved with a debutante Jalen Hurts here. Tampa Bay, uh, you know, the disparity here from an experience standpoint is amazingly wide gap. Um, all of the important players offensively, other than the offensive linemen, are new to this uh, for the Eagles. And, um, you know, you got a lot of old hats. You got to earn those Tampa. dog masks. Yeah, you got to earn with the dog masks. What a great callback. I don't remember great what that callback. was about. Like, I don't even remember, like, Because they were dogs at home, I think, to... They were dogs Everyone. at home to Atlanta. They were I'm dogs at home sure Minnesota to was Minnesota. Favorite. I think yeah. they were dogs at home in both of those Minnesota games. Was probably, Minnesota was probably a touchdown favorite in that game. They, got they were definitely raised. they were definitely dogs against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now they oh. get Tom Brady, but it's in Tampa. Um, it's in Tampa. The D-line for the Eagles may be worth uh, kind of doing a little bit of a deep dive on who's – healthy bodies and whether they can create the interior pass pressure that brings Brady's to his knees. Um, yeah. Otherwise this looks Tough like a, this looks like a really fair market at this point on the side. And if anything, it's a little low for Tampa, but oh. no, not running to grab an eight and a half here. Uh, total is a titch low though. So, and I don't think that moves much to you. Probably bounces around a little here. It looks like there's probably opposite forces on it in the afternoon we get the rematch of the classic 1995 nfc title game i just picked a year in the middle of the 90s i'm assuming they played they played every year for like it seems like five out of six or seven years there in the uh the the run that the cowboys had and then the niners did win in 95 so the niners were in that title game in 95 for sure and the cowboys were in it in 96 so i'm probably half right at least but yeah this is a classic classic oh 96 was green bay i suppose yeah the the 95 season the cowboys beat the green bay packers also 95 the 94 season, the Niners beat the Cowboys. That Super Bowl was in 1995, though. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I was saying. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> yeah, so the 1995 in the, the conference championship game played in 1995 was Niners-Cowboys. So, that yeah, was great. So great call, Great call. Um, not quite the allure that those used to have, but still a fun matchup. And, yeah, well, the Niners are doing it with stuff outside of Kittle. I think that was my biggest question this year. It's like, hey, they're able to, like, throw anybody in the backfield and kind of get production. And as it turned out, anybody, when we said that, included wide receivers because Debo is an absolute monster. And they're getting stuff from Ayuk at times. They're getting, you know, they're getting, uh, like we talked about, Juwan Jennings as being a big contributor. And if Jimmy G's hand is feeling better, he seemed to have some poise there in the second half. Defense can play. I worry about coverage sometimes. Um, Dallas is down one of their triplets, but they still have found a nice balance between Zeke and Pollard. I think Zeke at like we I think we probably even said that Zeke getting like 50 percent you know, like 50 yards a game rather than 100. That's about perfect. Like keep him keep him fresh. Yeah. He's had a lot of carries on his body already. Keep him fresher. A mix between him and Pollard and uh, a, a well-coordinated game from Kellen and Dan. 
and I think we probably are looking at this three being a little short at home. Mm, interesting. You don't think the Cowboys are getting slimed, huh? Uh, so when it was four and a half, I looked very hard at uh, Niners. At the Niners. I think it's probably pretty fair at three. It's three. I agree. I would not. I'm not running to the window to get involved at three. No, it's probably pretty fair. At four and a half, I probably would have taken Niners. I just kind of laid off betting anything early yesterday. Um, okay, I need to think about this matchup a lot more. Um, just to close the book, uh, there were three seasons in a row where the Niners and the Cowboys were playing on Championship Sunday. Uh, Cowboys won. Cowboys won, and then Niners won the the um uh, the third tilt. That was obvious. That was the famous Steve Young getting the monkey off of his back season as he went on to win the Super Bowl over the over Stan Humphreys. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, uh, congratulations to anyone who grabbed a number better than three on the Niners. I think those are going to stand. Um, do you think we see three and a half again? Is there going to be enough Cowboys no, support? No. You say no. Take, I think we're going to tickle towards two and a half. And then you get buyback. What? I think I haven't seen anybody influential make a case for Dallas. If this gets to two and a half, I think I have to bet Dallas. I think a lot of people will have both sides if they can. If they're able to get you know the amounts they want. You think this goes to two and a half? We are sitting at. Uh, I never. I, I was looking at it backwards. I thought Pinnacle was tipping that way. Pinnacle starting to tip closer to three and a half again. I think probably if it does, you'd have massive buybacks. So probably they just don't do that. They just make you. They make you pay for your three. Like it's a spendy th- plus three. It's a spendy plus three. Yeah. If it gets to two and a half, it'll be a spendy two and a half. Yeah. Minus two and a half. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see where the market comes in on this one. I'm probably, I missed the four and a half. I'm sending this out. Wow. Pittsburgh, wow. Kansas City is a real shit of a game. We both talked about this. They're taking, uh, by the way, they're taking 20K on sides at uh, Chris right now. Well, they better. It's the playoffs. Um, Pozzola posited this puzzler. If we're going to do alliteration. And he said, how many points would you need to take the uh, the Steelers? And then Dan actually asked us off the air yesterday, too. I said 17 and a half. You said 20 and a half. <laughs> I said it's 21, even, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, it's not even close to that. We're sitting at 13, 12 and a half throughout the market. So this is probably right up there with the games I don't want to bet. Like, do you really want to lay that many points with a team who has showed no ability to cover big spreads for about a year and a half, unless no. you're playing the Raiders? No. But no. on the other side, do you ever want to just say, yeah, I'm going to take Big Ben in a playoff game at like age 50? Yeah. See, when you were talking about the Bucks or the, Ra- the Raiders uh, Bengals as a game that you I don't even count this as a playoff game. This one, I definitely do not have a stomach to bet this one. No, thank you. Um, the, did the Steelers even cover 12 and a half against the Browns last year? They lost by 11. So they covered the 12 and a half yeah. against the Browns in the playoffs. Um, Pittsburgh team under. total under. Yeah. 
even against a bad. Well, that's bad just issue that's time. actually that's actually something I need to think harder about, um, because for what it is worth, again, kind of going back to the kind of the commentary on the Ravens Steelers game, when their backs were against the wall, you know, Steelers, uh, you know, they can create some offense. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to just you know put up a big fat number here on the chiefs defense which is playing fine um but they've done they've done well in general uh when when the chips have been down and they've had to score points i'm thinking of the vikings game um oh i forgot this is a rematch of one we just saw that i did not watch 36 to 10 kc i was gonna say they almost got to 16 and a half this week with the extra frame Almost. They were so close. Almost. Almost. Yeah. The, no, no, no appetite to bet this. We'll break it down on Wednesday. We'll talk a little more about it. And then the Monday game, which I guess I bitched about it, but more football's never bad. A primetime Monday game, standalone. Feel like we've had some standalone NFC West games, and we'll get one more. And Arizona Rams, total 50, Rams minus four. It's another one where like jokes aside about the NFC West dogs, what I saw from the Rams at times yesterday and throughout the season and just a Cardinals team that can really get after it on offense, even in a losing effort, they put up a bunch. That's a, that's a team I could probably take as a dog. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, so you disagree with me on this one a little bit. Yeah. I think the Rams, the side and i think most of it is because i just want to bet against cliff kingsbury i wanted to too like i I (laughs) said this i was on a different podcast i said this in like week seven i said i will bet against cliff kingsbury this is not the matchup i was looking for i need them to win this game outright and then i'll take them against basically any other team here but the way that stafford's playing right now i don't know how i could back them as a favorite this is arizona or pass for me okay I'm there. Um, very. It should uh, be three. It should be three. Like it should be a three point spread. That's where I'm at. Okay. I don't know um, make it. I am trying to find what was the uh, what was the these two teams played each other twice, um, and the first game was in L.A. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, first game was in L.A. Rams coming in off of a huge win against the Buccaneers and just played an absolute letdown stinker and got their brains beaten in 37-20. Yep. The second one's later in the season. This was, was in, the good was Stafford Arizona. game. This was the good Stafford game. And them. and Kyler had a, a meh. less yeah, yeah, man. He threw for a lot, but he threw for a lot of times. Yeah. So and this it, is like it was the still, weird AJ Green game. It was still competitive. At even into the fourth quarter of this one, uh, ended up being a seven point game with a last second field goal making it from 10 to seven. Um, that one closed Cardinals minus two and a half in Arizona. Interesting, you should take the road dog. Oh, yeah, did you do the math on NFC West? No, I haven't had a chance, but both, I mean, just in this, in this one, both road dogs won and covered. Yeah, just this Which week, the I last didn't two. Have to say covered. Yeah, they went out. Both dogs went out right. And yeah. it does stink about Hopkins. 
they need to get some things sorted out on offense. Connors is uh Connors. Connor is a beast. And if they can get a decent production out of the rest of the offense there, I think they stick with this team. I think it's a very close game and it should be three. Okay. And I, I I've heard Hopkins and Watt possibly. I'm doubting that happens. What? I don't think you want to doubt JJ Watt, Andy. I, I've he's a guy that he's before. a guy that makes his living with people like you doubting him. <laughs> Ugh. What? My wife just texted me. No. <laughs> she no, she's she she can like leave work to donate blood at the hospital. Oh, sure. And she says three more times she gets a pin for donating five gallons. And all I can picture, <laughs> I can, I can picture a, you know, like a five gallon bucket. Everyone knows what a five gallon bucket is. Imagine that completely full of blood. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like Carrie. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. That Definitely. was pig's blood. Pig's Hopefully blood, she yeah. doesn't hear that reference. Too, but <laughs> yeah. That's all you can think about. Is, um, that's a lot of blood. All right. Well, I guess. Who's who's going to be the trendy dog this week? It sounds like you, we all. It sounds like San Francisco, right? Yeah, San I think Francisco's so. the trendy dog. I, yeah, and that, that's where I wonder if it keeps pushing because the people, let's say, let's not dog on the public because they're a big part of the equation. But these markets do not move like normal NFL markets because every game is a standalone game. And that's where I wonder if two and a half might be in play because a trendy dog doesn't have to be a good number for the public to bet them. The public sees it. The public hears it. They don't give a shit if they didn't get the four, the four and a half, the three and a half. They'll bet the trendy dog at the worst of the number. And that you could see public money is big enough sometimes to actually move a number in, in standalone games like this. Or, and, you know, I, I guess it would get really, really feisty on the other side with sharp money coming back at two and a half to have to. Like just, I mean, just middling three on a playoff game with the, I mean, the total's high enough, but middling a three on a playoff game would feel pretty good. Oh, oh wouldn't it ever? Um, yeah, the uh, probably like the opposite of how people would feel if the game tonight lands Georgia by three. Yeah, that's gonna be like a uh, that's gonna really bump. I just bet out. the over some props. Oh, did you bet the over? Oh, yep. What, 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 what props do you like the Both best? Teams have a good I, time. Um, I have honestly, I think that number for that game is as sharp as any number I've ever seen on any college game ever. Yeah, I want, I, I want no part edge. of that. I, I, I want no part of picking a side. I hope both teams have a great time. And <laughs> as the, the golf Slack chat has been known to do, you find a tight end who is of the Caucasian persuasion and you bet him for the first touchdown score. That's the, that's their methodology for winning first touchdown scorers in in the NFL. The tidy whitey. Okay. Tidy whitey. And this week it is Bowers. The tidy whitey first teddy. Okay. Yep. All right. That's kind of an interesting, weird little. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't make, I don't uh, come up betting with angle. Okay. All right. It, it I'll, works I'll, a lot. I'll look, I'm going to back test this. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can SQTL someone's uh, ethnicity. Okay. Like, I need to be a tight end, but his last name has to be Smith. <laughs> okay. I will right. call it a day on that. All right, man. Uh, enjoy your uh, championship football night in America, yeah. and uh, we will catch you on Wednesday for a deep dive into all of these matchups. Oh, click this. Their... I can't click this. Dan has a uh, first touchdown scores. Oh, he does? 
Oh. Click, click that. First touchdown score. He's my guy. Seven to one. That's it. I don't That's care. All getting? Okay. Price, price don't matter. It's only juice if you lose. Okay. Corey Brooks, Jermaine Burton, Bryce Young, who is a quarterback, and Cam Latu. Cam Latu. Interesting. Latu. Well, sounds like a fullback. If I had to guess. You don't know. I don't know that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, enjoy championship football. And uh, we'll catch Thanks for checking Wednesday in with us, guys. For wild, yep, card, guys. wild Card Wednesday. Ooh, forgot to try to plan a guess. Watch was a tight end. No, yeah, fullback, tight end. fullback's just a fancy tight end. Okay. We should talk.